This is the 11th episode of the Douglas Update on Integrative Medicine, integrating the best from all medical disciplines. I'm Dr. William Campbell Douglas, and this is part two of the two-part series called Vindicating the COVID-19 Vaccine Skeptics and the Whistleblowers using the CDC's own VAERS data. VAERS is the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. Okie dokie. Now, when I'm preparing the talking points for these narrative episodes, I like to think and believe that with TDU, we're thinking freely. And exercising our First Amendment right to free speech. And let me say again, let's never forget the real free speech mavericks of medicine and law during this pandemic. Remember from the earlier updates, all of the well-meaning independent doctors and scientists like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, Pierre Corey, and so many others who have been censored and silenced and deplatformed? Talk about persecution for speaking the truth. Let's remember too, regardless of our own political party persuasion, medical fascism simply means healthcare corporatism. The interconnectedness of our government healthcare agencies with the drug companies, and now with the tech giants even. Sure, some administrations are worse than others, but these problems of medical fascism, and especially the COVID-related problems, are transpartisan. And that's because there's always that imperial administrative state, that fourth branch of government that has 15 arms, that's operating according to its own rules and largely behind the dark curtain. Hard to believe for many, but for us, especially, the health and human services arm is problematic, and the treasury arm creating money from nothing. By the way, did you hear the last TDU episode about the federal lawsuit against this Biden administration and Facebook and Twitter? I hope you'll listen to it with Missouri and Louisiana Attorney Generals Jeff Landry and Eric Schmidt exposing dozens of top Biden administration officials who apparently colluded with Twitter and Facebook to censor our freedom of speech about COVID-19. And this has everything to do with integrative medicine, your freedom to have access to medicines and treatments from the best of all medical disciplines. And those truth-telling independent doctors I mentioned, there's also Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joe Latipo and pathologist Ryan Cole and so many other courageous truth-tellers like Mr. Steve Kirsch of the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. So many. These are the people I'm referring to as the vaccine skeptics and the whistleblowers. And we can readily see that these medical mavericks really have been or should have been vindicated by the VAERS data by now. Data on the adverse events, straight from the CDC's own Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. Coronary artery thrombosis and immune-mediated myocarditis. Neuropathy, encephalopathy, nephritis, pancreatitis, lupus, myositis, hypothyroidism, and retinopathy. And get this, 
According to the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, VAERS, look it up yourself. There have now been over 2,300,000 reported adverse events from these new COVID-19 messenger RNA genetic shots. That includes the 30,000 plus reported deaths, but 2,300,000 adverse events plus deaths from a vaccine? This is unheard of in the history of medicine. Yet, are you hearing public service announcements, any honest, open updates on any of this from our public servants at the Department of Health and Human Services and the Center for Disease Control itself, or from the FDA or the NIH? It's not just the false narratives that empower the entrancements of today's propaganda. We must realize that it's also the exclusion of truthful information that deceives us. Please let that sink in, folks. What's it gonna take for more people to wake up? We're hearing not one word from the very agencies that we're expected to entrust for our own personal education and guidance about diseases. It's the city, CDC. And now this is really important, not just the 2,300,000 figure, but with the VAERS, we can now also look at the reported adverse events and compare them to all the other vaccines prior to now. Comparing the rate of adverse events from these inoculations with all other vaccines over the past 30 years of vaccinations. All the others, like the MMR, DPT, HIV, polio, Prevnar, hepatitis A and B, all of them. Right. And so do you have any idea what the percent increase in reported adverse events has been since these COVID shots were forced on us, mandated? How about a doubling of the number of adverse events? A 100% increase? Nope. Try a 3,000% increase. That's 60 times more adverse events reported from these messenger RNA genetic shots compared to all other vaccines combined over the past 30 years. That's a huge spike in the cases of vaccine injuries, for sure. And again, let's think and speak freely about this stuff. That's just the reported cases on VAERS, which are certainly underreported. But I think this data over 2,300,000 adverse events is simply too alarming to ignore and to be silent about, don't you? We authorities at the CDC disagree with you. And remember, it was from episode 9 that the underreporting rate on VAERS may be as high as 99%. That's just one in a hundred adverse events that are actually reported. Even a 10% underreporting rate would be extremely concerning, wouldn't it? And that underreporting rate is actual data from the Harvard Pilgrim study that was done back in 2010, well before the COVID crisis and the mandate. The Harvard researchers determined that, in general, fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events and deaths are ever reported to bears. That's what they found. So we call it the vaccine adverse events underreporting system. A 1% reporting rate is really low, but just how accurate do you think that Pilgrim study really is when we apply that data to the COVID-19 vaccine problems? There's no way to know the accuracy of VAERS data, but my guess is that at the very best, the reporting may be as high as 20%. 
meaning an underreporting rate of 80%. And I say that only to give benefit of the doubt and because 80% would be consistent with that recurring 20 to 80 rule that seems to apply to so many things, the Pareto principle. in the real world, the adverse events from the COVID vaccines that are reported to VAERS are probably going to be much, much lower than the true numbers of vaccine injuries that are occurring. But again, in keeping with the title for this two-part series of TDU, I think these huge numbers of adverse events, 2,300,000 plus, certainly do vindicate the courageous medical and legal professionals who are blowing the whistles to alert the masses regarding these shots of messenger RNA. Bears vindicates the vaccine skeptics and the whistleblowers. But unfortunately, these same whistleblowers are still being branded by the medical fascists as anti-vaxxers and disinformation docs. Censored, silenced, deplatformed, decredentialed, and even delicensed for crime think and crime speak. Yeah, and if we just open our eyes, we'll see clearly that Big Pharma has captured the government healthcare agencies, the CDC, FDA, and the NIH. And now from the last update, it looks like the Biden administration has captured the tech giants like Twitter and Facebook to help control the medical fascist narratives. And with their powerful media programming, it's fodder for the masses. Like never before in the history of the United States, with the COVID-19 messaging, we're seeing that our own people drank the Kool-Aid to become subtly entranced by the prevailing narratives of the day. Again, these aren't vaccines, folks, because messenger RNA is genetic material. We learned in biochemistry in medical school, RNA spins off from the DNA helix. And this particular form of messenger RNA programs your own cells to manufacture the toxic part of the COVID-19 virus, the spike protein. They can tell you these are vaccines, but they're not. They're genetic shots. And it's now even well documented in the studies that the RNA is immunosuppressive. Yeah, the science is in. These genetic shots shots suppress your immune system, and they can also alter your immune system, resulting in various autoimmune problems. Autoimmunity, that's when your immune system becomes programmed abnormally, and then it attacks you, your normal cells, tissues, and organs. Remember to take a look at our adverse events document at douglasupdate.com. This seems like a sweeping and hideous planetary genetics experiment with Earth's homo sapiens as the lab rats. Personally, I think this is the most bizarre medical intervention ever introduced into and forced upon humanity ever. But here's some good news. As I listen to my own patients as a gauge for the general population maybe, it's becoming very clear to me that growing numbers of people are getting smart despite the medical fascist narratives in the mainstream media. No more boosters for me. I'm just not gonna do it. That's what I'm hearing from a lot of my own patients. 
thank God more and more people are thinking freely about this and seeing that these COVID-19 messenger RNA shots are not like the other vaccines. But more people need to start speaking freely about this stuff. Don't simply believe the so-called authorities and government and the medical ivory tower experts. Keep asking why and who, what, when, and where. And let's not leave it up to the relatively few medical mavericks to speak the truth to power. It's time for the awakening masses, including you, to speak up about the medical fascism going on, like the people of China are doing right now. Let's hold up our own blank sheets of white paper to signify our own deteriorating free speech here in the U.S. Are you speaking up against medical fascism? Anyway, I hope you'll be sure to go to openvares.org to see for yourself just how much the VAERS data truly vindicates the courageous vaccine skeptics and whistleblowers. By the way, real quick, speaking of truth and free speech, here's a plug for the Epoch Times. If you don't get it yet, I highly recommend that you subscribe by going to epictimes.com. I think Epic Times might be the most important media outlet that serves as an effective antidote to the medical fascist propaganda that's being shoved down our throats daily by big pharma, big tech, and the mainstream media. We have the U.S. Constitution, the First Amendment, so don't be entranced and enslaved by the sleazy narratives of the national and global medical fascists. Now is the time, like never before in U.S. history, to speak your mind freely and expose these illegitimate bastards. And by way of that, admonition, did you hear about the most recent G20 meeting? Just what did that forum of 19 countries plus the European Union vote on? Well, unbelievably, even while our collective trust in national and global leaders is at an all-time low, the G20 approved the global vaccine passports. So now, in the works, is essentially, your very own global, digital identity. But why aren't the major news outlets covering this rather important development? Whoa, this sounds like a technocratic move for global digital tracking and control. No digital passport and ID, then no travel. And with the central bank digital currency coming, well then no buying or selling, unless you have accepted the technology. Yes, and try bringing these topics up to most of your friends and acquaintances. For discussion, what will you observe? Blank stares, and a quick change in the subject. Those behaviors make it obvious that these matters are really too uncomfortable for most people to believe and process. But we like to think here on TDU that ultimately, there shall be no national or global vaccine passports, no digital IDs, for any of us who love freedom and value our integrity and autonomy. Will enough people wake up and speak up before it's too late? Time will soon tell. And meanwhile, some might think that the likes of Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, and the whole pack of globalist control freaks of the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization are now probably salivating and slaughtering all over each other. None of the contents of TDU podcasts constitute medical or professional advice, and no person listening should act or refrain from acting on the basis of the content of this podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice from a qualified healthcare professional. Hey fellow integrators, do you want to receive a very brief e-newsletter? It's a golden integrative medicine nugget that encapsulates the essence of each TDU episode. Just go to douglasupdate.com and click subscribe.